Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Searing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. This is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we have got quite the podcast for you today. We do. We do. We're going to talk about sex. Yeah. Who doesn't want to talk about sex? Or right? the desire to have sex or lack thereof. Yeah, all those things fall under yes. this category, I think. Absolutely. So, um, but we're going to do a review of the week. Yes. And our review of the week comes from Flashwell. And Flashwell says, Love, love, love. A great way to help normalize breastfeeding. Been following the BAB, which is you. You're the okay. BAB account on Instagram for a while and was very happy to find this podcast. A must listen for new moms, new to breastfeeding moms, and those who want to support breastfeeding moms, which should be everyone. You are very right. It should be. Thank you for this. My only regret is that I would have found it sooner in my nursing journey, but I won't let my new mom friends miss out. Wow. Thank you, Flashwell. Thank you, Flashwell. Spread the love. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So we are going to talk about libido today and if you're not sure what that is i think it took me a long time to figure out what a libido was because it was just really? one of those things that you would like hear in a song or something and i'd be oh, like oh yeah What's a libido <laughs> like what is whatever or you hear it like on i don't know love connection or something i don't know and you're <laughs> like what's that in what one of I their rhymes and like I, one of <laughs> chuck woolery's rhymes I, I met chuck woolery once did you I, really yes i know i'm dating myself right now but um I don't know if any, does, nobody listening to this even knows who he is. Do they? <laughs> so there's a show from like the 80s who the called Love Connection, and Chuck Woolery was the host. And like I don't know, well it was 20 years ago now. It was like online was, dating before online dating. Yeah, it was like t- right, right. Yeah. He would like set up dates on TV, and then like a person would be the guest, and then there would be three people, and the person would go out with all three people, and then they would pick who they wanted to go on another date with at the end of the show. Yeah, and. He was awesome. He'd say things like, we'll be back in two and two. And yeah. he was all tan. And he was like, <laughs> he was so friendly. Anyway, so I was working at a bookstore 20 years ago. And he came in. And me and my friend who worked at this bookstore together, we're like 20. And we're both sitting on the same chair. <laughs> and you know how you do when you're 20 with your yeah. friends? He came He came up to the desk. And we're like, look up. And we're like, oh, my God, it's freaking Chuck Woolery. <laughs> and he's like, do you have any? Um, He like smiled real big. And he was like orange. He was like so fake tan. <laughs> but he was so... <laughs> So friendly. He had these huge so white smiley. teeth. Like these he had big huge white teeth, white and he was teeth. really tall, and he was really friendly. And he was like, "Do you know? Do you have any like? I can't remember what kind of book he was looking for, but we're like, yeah, it's over there. Like, didn't even get up to be like, here, let me show you. They're you know? just like, yeah, they're over there. <laughs> and he was like, thank you. And we were like, oh my god, I'm so cool. Anyway, that is there were a lot of famous people. It was like in New York City, so a lot of famous people went in there. But that applies right now. Yeah. It does. Uh, libido. You found out libido from uh, Love Connection. That's funny. Love Connection or Love Boat or something stupid <laughs> like that. Who knows? Uh, another. Yeah. Old, another yeah. very cheesy old <laughs> old show. But I remember, like, it's just, you know, it's your sex drive. Sex drive. Really? I guess we should call it that. Breastfeeding and sex drive. Maybe that's yeah. better. But we yeah. do have an episode, like we did way early, about mm-hmm. sex after baby. So that yeah. is kind of the like same the thing, log- but not really the same thing. Well, that was like a lot about like the logistics, I think, kind of of like, you know, what's it going to be when you, you know, when you're having sex again and 
Um, Are you going to be scared? Is it going to hurt? Yeah, right, right. And I mean, we could talk about that too, but I feel like one of the things that happens, you know, kind of when you're past, you're healed, okay, you're breastfeeding, now you're a breastfeeding mom, you know, or a breastfeeder, and, you know, now it's like your hormones are still, like, going nuts. Yeah. And... You know, then maybe at some point you're going to wean and then your hormones going to go crazy again. And, um, you know, all of that affects sex drive. And I was just talking to somebody, um, I don't know what, a couple of days ago, she was messaging me and she was like asking me some questions. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like, I, um, I just feel she had just had her third, her third, I think it was her third baby. And she said, I am so stressed out. I just like, it took me like almost a year to figure out that I had postpartum depression and anxiety. And, um, you know, she was like, you know, she's like, you know, stressed out and and yelling a lot and feeling just overwhelmed and excessively tired. And, you know, she's just thinking like, okay, well, this is, you know, how it's, you know, this is just how it is. And then finally, you know, she's like, okay, I have to actually deal with this. And she... Um, and she was like, and I just have like, you know, my kids go to sleep at night and I just fall asleep and I have like no sex drive. And, you know, I feel like my husband feels guilt or I feel guilty because, you know, I'm not like having sex with my husband and, you know, you know, the story that we all have, the whole thing. Um, and I was just like, wow, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's it. That's like that's I think that's what's that's what we're all going through, right? Right. I don't know. I mean, I you know, and I hear these stories like um you know, especially like sex right after baby, kind of like dealing with that whole like, you know, doing it for the first time like you're saying like all the questions you have in your head about it and I had I saw a comment one time and I I mean, it wasn't it's not a lot of times that you hear this stuff, but um this woman was like, oh, I, I was so, I was so horny after I had my baby. We didn't even make it out of the hospital oh without my. having sex again. And I, I was like, I, um, I don't, don't do that. That's a whole different breed of person. I feel I like. I know. And I'm like, don't, because that, I feel like women especially are so hypersexualized that like, we almost feel like if we're not feeling sexual, then our value is kind of like not because we're so valued for our sex, right? Right. And our yeah. sex appeal and our, you know, whatever. And and when you're not feeling that, it almost feels like you're not a full woman. That part of you is like dead. Right. And then comes all the guilt and all of this, you know. But really, there's like very... You know, this is, it's no, it's normal. It's a normal thing to go through when you're, when you're, I mean, at any point, but especially having a baby and breastfeeding, it's all hormonal. I was, yeah, I was just going to say that it's hormonal and you might, if you don't understand that or if you weren't expecting it or you didn't realize that it was going to happen or I've said a zillion times, our society says, oh, six weeks, you're healed, back to normal. Oh, uh-huh. No, you are not. And if you kind of go through your life thinking, okay, it's been six weeks, I should feel normal, I should want to have sex again, I should want to go work out, I should want to do this or that. It's like you're not, you really are not healed yet. You've, your body is still adjusting and adapting and 
those hormones are still fluctuating and you might not realize that that is why you are interested. It's, you know, but I can tell you who really doesn't get it is your partner. Like they really don't understand that there's still a lot of hormonal changes happening. There's still a lot going on there and it's not about you. Like they're not finding you to be like, it'll get away from me. I don't even, you know, want you to ever touch me again. That's not Mm -hmm. how it is. It's like, hormones on top of feeling tired on top of feeling run down and it's just there's a lot i don't know sometimes i feel like if someone touches me i'm gonna punch them (laughs) because you had two touched out by from your (laughs) kids and everybody they're like all over you all the time right right you know i mean i remember my my husband's like like do you want a hug and i'm like no get off that's not what i want I don't want that right now. I'm sorry. Like, it's not, again, you're like, you're right. It's not you. Right. I don't want that hug. Like, I'm going to freak out. I know. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> we watched, you know, that show um, Parenthood. Oh, I remember that it's show. It's like a little, yeah. old. it's like kind of old now. But we, oh, we circle through like and binge watch shows on Netflix and we're going through Parenthood right now. And there's the one couple with the with the kid that has um, Asperger's, and the family, the pa- the parents are like, they're constantly like making out and like are all the parents on the show because this is what we see on TV, right? Right. It's like all these p- partners are just like constantly all over each other. And look, if that's your relationship and that's how you feel, awesome. That's great. That's cool. Um, but if it's not. Then, like, you know, you're watching all this all the time, and it's like, oh, my God, I don't feel like running and jumping and, like, wrapping my legs around my husband every day he gets home from work, like June Cleaver. (laughs) Well, June Cleaver didn't do that, but, you know. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, my God. (laughs) That would have been a better show. Um, But, you know, and they're like, like, do you want to make out? Like, what? Stop. This is not how, and that they, there's all these stresses, like one minute they're so stressed out about like, you know, what's going on with their kids or whatever. And then the next minute they're like, you know, in the car, like uh, making out. I'm like, I, I don't know. This isn't, this is like, this is making me feel guilty. <laughs> and I hate it when people say that you're making me feel guilty because that there's no, there's no standing on that argument. But you know, I'm just like, come on, this is what people feel it. I feel like people feel inadequate sometimes because this is like this is what we see the expectation. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. what you see, and this becomes like society's expectation. But the reality is, like I can tell you, in the moms groups that I see and the moms that I talk to, mm-hmm. the majority of the time they're like, "Me and the baby sleep in one room, and my husband sleeps somewhere else." Yeah, everyone you know? is just trying to get a wink of sleep, right? And that's how it is for some people for a long time, and they're kind mm-hmm. of embarrassed to say it. And then somebody else goes, oh, yeah, that's the same setup we have. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like it's a very common theme that it's just it's just the way it is. I know. It's you so know? true. It's, yeah. It's just that's and your it, reality. Just because, right. And that's what like you were saying. You were saying, like, just because your job decided that you need to come back at six weeks does not at all mean that that is any kind of marker for anything. Six weeks is not a marker for anything at all that is totally made up by your job. There is no one that out there in the medical field or anybody, you know, with actual medical information about, you know, lactation and birth and whatever, who would say like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Six weeks, you're healed <laughs> or any kind of anything. Nothing happens at six weeks. 
No. You're healing. You're healing. Right. It took you a long time to get to where you are. Nine mm. months of gestating. Yes. It's not going to be. It'll take you way longer than that to get back to any kind of normalcy. Yeah. I mean, even when you feel like physically, you might physically feel fine. You are still going to be like your hormones are still going to be going crazy. You still might have zero interest. You might be like, oh, shouldn't I be interested in having sex again? No, probably not. And then sometimes I'll have moms that will like ask me, you know, because you can, of course, get pregnant when you're breastfeeding. You can. Mm -hmm. And I will ask moms that if I've got a mom that's, you know, the baby's a little older and she feels like her supply is like dropping all of a sudden. Like, well, could you be pregnant? And I just remember this one mom looked at me and she's like, there is no possible way. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I know, fair enough. A, yeah. Like, it's, that's you know. A, yeah. because that's how we are around here. I'm like, oh, my boobs are so sore. And I'm like, oh, that's like sign of pregnancy. Well, that is, it would have to be like a miracle. You know, Mary's miracle baby. That's not, a, <laughs> that's impossible. You. That's how a lot of people feel. And then, you know, if you do run into one of those, people that is just like oh that didn't affect me at all i still really had a, you know such a high sex drive it's di- people are different don't but feel that's like the that's the thing the is it's so individual yeah and those people honestly are the they are the minority mm-hmm. the people that have a very high sex drive through all of it they exist but that is not that's not that's not the majority of people and it, you know you even going to have you know you're even going to have times where like Okay, it seems like, you know, because, again, you don't have your period yet, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, that's going to come. That's going to affect your hormonal thing. And then you're going to feel like sometimes you're going to feel like, oh, hey, you know, maybe it's coming back a little bit. I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm in the mood. And then next month or whatever, you know, it could totally drop away again for a long time. And then, you know, then it could, you know, it's going to, there's no, there's no, um, formula right for what's going to happen okay so let's talk about this for a second let's break it down if you are like okay yeah i'm totally fine i want to have sex we're having a date night you know whatever we're on parenthood who knows whatever's going on (laughs) and what what should you expect right like if you're breastfeeding, there, we know that there's hormonal changes happening, mm-hmm. which can cause dryness, vaginal dryness. We've talked about mm-hmm. that before on the show, mm-hmm. which can obviously impact your sex life. Um, your milk could let down. Oh, yeah. That's another thing that could happen. And My, I had a friend who called it milky sex. She was like, we have milky sex. Because she would just let down in the middle of it. Yeah. And it just be all over the place. I mean, and I'm, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? Get a towel. Yeah, it's hormonal. It happens. But if you aren't sure about it, then it'll be a big surprise. Oh, I know. If you and your partner are not expecting it, it yeah. could be like, it could be very freaky. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, you might feel ready to go with it. And you're like, you can't relax and kind of get into it because you're waiting for the, the, you know, the baby's going to cry at any minute. Uh-huh. Like, that's another thing. You've constantly always got that. And then as they get older, they're like, the kid's going to wander into my room at any minute. <laughs> you know, like, you're constantly, like, waiting for this kid to show up. Or, or you co-sleep and you have to find another place. Right. Which is what it goes in our house. Right. And so we have a guest bedroom and, you know, we have, you know, the floor and couches and stuff. But, you know, get creative. You were in college once. You can do it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I always say that one of my friends has a, um, well, I know several people that have, like, family beds and stuff like that in Coast Lake. Mm-hmm. And I always like, I don't know where you are having sex in your house. And she's like, yeah, careful where you sit. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, um, you do, you have to be a little bit more creative, but you do have to expect that your body's not going to be exactly the same. You know, mm-hmm. things are going to happen. And, you know, if you're not expecting your milk to let down, if you, you know, you might have your baby monitor right there and that's kind of where your focus is going and you're having a hard time kind of clearing your head and, you know, it's, it, it might take a little practice for you to feel yeah. okay. And I, you know, can we talk about t- touching our boobs? Because before, we're, I'm just talking about everything. I don't care. Who cares? P- before I had kids, my boobs were a massive, major erogenous zone for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, get your hands off my boobs. Uh. You know, I, they've completely, I can't even handle it. That's so funny. I can't. I'm like, don't. Do not touch my boobs. I mean, I'm sure it'll go back, you know. It'll shift. You know, we're shifting. Um, but I, I could not, st- I can't stand right now, like, my boobs being touched sexually. It's just completely, they're co- totally, they've been so totally, my relationship completely changed with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to be, like, the things I put in fancy bras and pushed up. Yeah. And now they, then they fed my kids for a while. It's just like they were not a sexual thing at all for many years. And so, yeah, I remember I remember posting about this on Facebook one time and I was like, so, you know, what about like boobs, you know, boobs during sex? And one of this woman's comment, she was like, yeah, they're not fun bigs anymore. Oh, my God. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. Did you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes. So since we're talking about all these old sitcoms. Yeah. um, I remember there was one episode where I don't know, it was like a whole sex thing because there was always that he wanted the sex and she never did yeah it. right uh-huh. but there was one time where she was just like that's always the dynamic on tv oh yeah, always I know. it's always the, the guys like the the guys like i can't you know he's like uncontrollably like you know stalking heavy breathing after his wife or whatever and she's like go away no it's crazy but she's sitting there and she was talking about like having the kids and all this stuff and she goes well, these are working boobs because she's like talking about the breastfeeding like, breastfeeding. These, are, these are working boobs ray they don't work like that anymore yeah and it's like yeah that's it, it does it changes things you know, it could, it could change the way you feel about things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like you got to. And that's a you know, and I was saying this, too, that they, um, you know, you have before you have kids, you're you're trying so hard not to get pregnant. Right. Your like, sex is just fun. It's recreational activity. That's all. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to have kids, you kind of change your it changes. It's It's meaning. It changes. You know, it just changes to a different thing a different purpose a different thing between you and your partner and then and then it has to shift back you yeah. know because if you're not having kids or you're not trying to have then you're, then you're trying to like trying to find your way back to like sex for fun which some a lot of times it doesn't sound fun i'm like that's not what sounds fun for me right now you know what sounds fun for me sleep yeah sounds or like it's- sitting on this couch with nobody touching me <laughs> That's or what sounds talking fun to, to me. me. How about nobody talking right. to me? <laughs> or pretend I'm not here. That'll be that'll be my that'll be my fun. Yeah. It almost feels like a chore. 
you know like yes right i mean it's a lot of work to kind of you got to get your mind into it and mm-hmm. i mean if especially for the breastfeeder who is working all the time you know with with just taking care of the baby and feeding the baby and doing all of this like that is a huge shift in your mind to just get into that right you yeah. know i do i you know i just think it's different oh it absolutely is it absolutely is and I mean, I appreciate those people who can like separate it, you know, and like I know I wish I could sex to have kids and sex to have fun, but I I don't yeah. There's it was not my life for sure with my kid's father. It really wasn't. Oh, recreational sex? Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean that's you know that's the other thing is like sex is so different from 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 couple to couple too. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you're going to have, like, one couple maybe, you know, maybe have said, you know, sex every day, and then other people don't, and it's just, it's so different, and then it's going to be completely different again when you have a baby, and then, and then the hormones and everything, and I, you know, right, it just, it's so different, and I don't know, I mean, here I am, I, I mean, I've weaned, I mean, you're not with your your kid's father anymore so that's nothing to compare to but um my kids have weaned and i haven't weaned that long i mean what what, it's been a few months now yeah um and honestly i feel like my sex drive at this moment is lower than it's ever been i i was going through probably the last like year or two i don't know if it's been two years maybe it's been that long i don't know but i started to have it was when it was when actually was like you know leaving you know babyhood into toddlerhood. Yeah. I started having really really extreme symptoms like PMS symptoms. Ugh. Super emotional feelings. Um, my my breasts hurt more. You know that first trimester feeling. Oh god, that's awful. More more than that. Like I've never ever felt this level of pain. And I, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, this is like a crazy hormonal thing that's going on. Yeah. And then along with all of this pain, <laughs> my sex drive is like tanked. Ugh. And I did find a gas station to fill up again. I don't know where. Where um, is it? I know, right? It's a lot of it. Like, the, you don't expect your hormones to change like they do. And your they whole. Change so, yeah. Oh my God. Like, I can't even remember, like, being completely oblivious to my period. Before oh, yeah. I had children. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, oh, I my would God. get it or whatever, and it would be there. I couldn't tell, you know. After I had kids, it was worse. It got worse and worse, progressively worse every month, every year. It was worse. I could feel myself ovulating, whereas before yeah. I could never, like, there was no, you know, I had no indication of anything. I would get my period and be like, oh, yeah, I guess it's that time, whatever, move along. Yeah. My symptoms got worse every every year, every month. I was just so, it was so bad after I had my kids. and like, it just, I feel the same way. And I wonder if it's just because you you have, you're living in a completely different body now. Yeah. Like, it's the same body, but it's gone through, it's gone through so much. I mean, even just having, like, just the way you think about it. You know, you think about, I never really, like, thought about my boobs before. I mean, if somebody had asked me, like, what are boobs, what what are boobs for? Like, what are you born with boobs for? Probably I could have come up 
with the answer of like to feed a child. But I don't know. Because <laughs> that was not at all what my boobs were for. Well, yeah. No. Then. And, you know, now it's like your, your relationship with your body is just so different. And you, you really get to know, like, you know, having a baby inside of your body makes you aware of things down there that you never knew mm-hmm. were really down there or had a sensation about. Right. Like pelvic, and now you're just, like, so in t- touch with it. Pelvic floor. Who knew that was a thing? Yeah. Who knew that you had a floor <laughs> on your pelvis? <laughs> like, who knew that that was I a I didn't thing? know I had flooring. Right. It's like, then when it's gone, you certainly do know it, though, don't you? Yeah, like, but I, I, I feel the same way. I can just start, to, I can wake up and just kind of get going through my day and start to feel something. And I'll be like, I bet you it is exactly to the day. Two weeks until my next period. Mm-hmm. And I can walk to the calendar and be exactly right. Yeah. I know exactly what every single cycle feels like inside and out of my body, emotionally and physically. It's ridiculous. It's it is, annoying. And, it, and it's just like, it, it was unbelievable to me how much more in tune I got mm-hmm. once after my kids were born. Like, that's really when it, when it happened. It was them. Totally. You know? it was totally. Tough. That's what changes everything is just... Yeah. Yeah. So it's normal. I, for I hope we're not yeah. like scaring anybody. People are probably sitting out there listening. Going, no. What the hell? Like, <laughs> Hopefully people are like, oh my God, thank God it's not just me. I know. And it's really kind of amazing. Like at the same time, your body is an amazing thing. And, you know, things will evolve because everything's a season. Absolutely. So once you kind of get through, you know, your season, and that's why people, obviously, if you had, you know, you would not have more children, but people have you know, families and all this right. stuff. So sex does happen again. But um, your bo- as much as my body changed at the same time, like if somebody handed me a million dollars and said, oh, here, you can go get, you know, a tummy tuck. You can go get this done. You can go get this fixed or this changed. Like I went through a lot to get to where I am. You know, like I grew children and I, you know, made these babies and I nourished mm-hmm. these babies and, if I just went ahead and changed my body back, I don't know. Like, I'm proud of where I – I'm proud of all that, you know? Right, yeah. Like, that's what your body – yeah, that's what it was for. Yeah, and I think all women should be proud of that because we really – there's a lot we put into it. And then for some reason we look at it and go, oh, but it doesn't want to have sex anymore. Well, yeah, I know. I know, and there's so much guilt and shame right. in that. In that feeling – in our culture, there's so much negative, there's so much negativity in that. And there's nothing that should be, you know, and plus you should feel like, even if you don't want to have sex again, or right now, during this time frame that you're in in your life, during this season, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with your body. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just where you are right now. Things change. Yeah, and if you are like my friend who is suffering from postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and any of those kinds of things, um, it's going to be, you know, that's going to play a part in that yeah. journey, you know, and going down that road too. You know, the, all of that stuff has to be taken care of. Absolutely. you got to be healthy. You know, you got to be healthy and take care of yourself for sure. Yeah. Anything but else? It'll, you know, like you said, it's a season. It'll change. It is. Yeah, and it'll change, and it'll get better. And, you know, 
people have more kids and it always killed me like the people that have um kids right up on top of each other like less than a year apart oh i know or just a little over a year apart You're like wow how'd you do that like that's that's ambition right there i know i feel like i remember that though from like from having jack into exley like i think it was just it was business yeah <laughs> you know we were just it was business you know we want another kid we got to do it now let's just go i'm ovulating all right let's go let's go you know, like I'm saying that that's what that's the whole thing of like changing from recreational sex to like this is business. Yeah. You know, we're trying to get in here at a certain amount of time. And all right, let's go. You know. Yep. Got to yeah. have another one. Got to make it work. Yeah, right. right. Now. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. Well, we want to hear from you guys. We so do. we would like to hear about your experiences, which you can share in the um, iTunes review section. And maybe we'll pick you for the review of the week. And also, please head over to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com and uh, join in the conversation in the comments section there. And you can find sponsor links and promo codes and all of our other episodes. Yeah, definitely. All our, go If you have not listened to the other episodes, go find them. Yeah, there's like almost 60 now. Oh my gosh, we're on a roll. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.